It's 5.55 and 55 seconds. Turn on your headlights. It's time for Night Drive. Good evening and welcome to Night Drive. I'm your host, Horace Wexler. It's late and I'm feeling great in this little slice of paradise. It's been a quiet week here in Fakahatchee. The big news, of course, is the announcement of the Mayor's Day Parade theme, uh, which has got everyone in town in a, a downright tizzy. And now that the horniest of the alligators are gone, the town is bustling with activity to get everything ready for the parade. Uh, and we are here at KFAK as well. Uh, I'll be broadcasting live, overlooking the parade route, uh, along with a special guest from the community and and Tiffany Bunzel will be joining us uh, down next to the action uh, if they can meet her uh, demands. <laughs> Just kidding, Tiffany. We love you. Uh, I'm sure you'll get all those green M&Ms that you're uh, requesting. I'm already looking forward to it, even though the uh, the special guest is yet to be determined. So in, in the spirit of the week, we're going to open up the lines wide tonight to everyone. Uh, that number to call is 305-209-9686. Call and share what's on your mind. It can be uh, whatever you think is interesting or relevant to the community. For instance, this week uh, I learned uh, uh, an interesting fact that uh, might be fun to share with you all. I learned that penguins can drink salt water. Uh, that's pretty, pretty cool, right? Apparently, uh, they have a gland near their eyes that filters out salt from the bloodstream uh, and then out over their bill, uh, making the bird look like it has a runny nose. I know this from a short trip I took to Seascapades, the zoo that will make you wet. Uh, when a toddler stained red with juice grabbed me by the collar and screamed it into my face before pounding another juice box and screaming at his mom to bite him before running toward the otter tank loudly declaring he was going to break himself off a piece and give the largest otter these hands because YOLO. Well, in this case, uh, the otter clearly had the home field advantage, uh, seeing as it spends most of its life inside that tank. But it seems like while the mother was uh, notably negligent, uh, she had been taking her child to swim lessons. So uh, the, this toddler wasn't totally outclassed, um, but he, he did underestimate his ability to throw a haymaker while trying to breathe underwater. So uh, anyway, they were able to do a little CPR and uh, after his juice stained face stopped turning blue and uh, was bright red again, uh, he ended up being okay. So, uh, all in all, a pretty standard day at Seascapades, except this time, I actually learned something. Um, are we ready for some calls? Uh, still, still rolling in. Uh, package came for you. Uh, it's on your desk uh, if you want to fill air for a moment. Ugh, that doesn't seem like good radio. Well, it, it is addressed to Night Drive. Care, uh, care of you. Uh, should I open it? I don't care. I, I just thought I'd mention it. Uh, frankly, this back and forth has filled enough air. The, the boards are all Okay. Uh, well, uh, we're going to hold the calls for, uh, just for a moment. We'll get to them. That uh, number is 305-209-9686 if you'd like to call up. Uh, but we're just going to take a little look at what we've got here. Uh, I'm looking at the package. Uh, I'll describe it for you uh, since you can't see it. It's a little greasier than I would expect. Uh, fragile, uh, scribbled all around the outside in wax pencil. Uh, and it, uh, it looks like it had a tough time getting here. Um, maybe it was in the system for a while. 
Uh, let's see. It's, uh, I don't. I don't have a knife. Um, so I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna grab this pen and open it up. Uh, oof, it's taped pretty tightly. Okay. Ah. What's in it? Uh, a bunch of um, what look like dead scorpions. Wait. No, no, no. Sorry, I thought one was moving, but uh, oof, that wasn't uh, okay. Uh, well, that's horrible. Uh, that's that's super horrible. Uh, no return address here or anything. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get over to the calls. Uh, I was right. This is this is terrible radio. Uh, looks like over here on line two, we've got ourselves a military man. All right, go ahead, line two. Son, what in the Sam Hill do you think you're doing? Excuse me. Or should I say, what do you think you're not doing? I, I, I'm not doing a lot of things at the moment. Uh, sorry, who, who's calling? This is Lieutenant General Albert Montauk, son, and it pains me to call in again. Pains? Oh, but you okay. have wow. forced my... Yes, pains. Uh, then why are you calling if this is uh, causing you such agony? The RDMT system. Uh, sorry, the what? The radio data met... The buzzing. The buzzing? At the end of your show, when the station signs off for the night, that you are legally oh, required Oh, yeah, that to... buzzing. Yes, that buzzing. It's government-mandated, son. Now, I have already spoken with station management. Ah, my boss. Uh, come on. And they said that after 2,100 hours, you and your producer are on your own. Yeah, after 5 o'clock, the station is largely left to... Well, they told me from 2,100 hours... Oh, I see. You're talking about the NFST. NFST? New Fakahatchee Standard Time. Uh, that's how we refer to it, even though we do not recognize it. We use a lot of acronyms in the military. Helps us save time. Now, when your show ends, you are mandated to play this buzzer. Okay. Yeah, uh, and? And you did not play it last time. Oh, okay. So, uh, you guys are actually monitoring it. So let me be very clear here. The RDMT system is, and I don't want to have to do this, but I will pull KFAK's FCC license. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm not even sure if we have a license. I mean, probably uh, we should. Uh, I would think we do, but uh, management plays, you know, pretty fast and loose with expenses, and uh, that's obviously like one of the biggest ones. Um, I mean, the FCC would have to come out here all the way into the swamps to shut us down, and I, who's going to come all the way out here? So I, will uh, I come can totally all the way see out that. there with a small cadre of soldiers and physically seize and control that station if I have to. I mean, the buzzing just sounds like trash, man. Is it actually important? I, I thought it was just like an audio file that was sent over, but like really garbled. It's mandated, Mister Wexler, and like dating a man, I personally do not want to do it. But if my government tells me to, I will date that man. I will kiss that man solidly on the mouth. I will go down on that man and make sure he finishes if my country requires it. What a patriot. If I'm willing to do that, Mr. Wexler, then you'd better believe when my country asks me to make sure the the buzzing is played at the end of a fairly likable but ultimately forgettable late night radio broadcast. Hey. I will do exactly that. And you did say I'm likable, though. If you continue in your refusal, I will come down and seize that station. Don't test me. I have never failed a test. Uh, what about an STD test? Like I said, I have never failed a test. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, so, so you're just gonna come down and, uh, take it all over, like you've done with the Shonies, uh, with the Soak and Suds, that whole complex? 
I cannot confirm or deny any of those reports. I mean, you called in at one point telling us not to go in there and, and that it was off limits. I can neither confirm or deny your recollections. I mean, you could be doing any, uh, God knows what you're doing down there. He does? What? Does God know? Does God know what? Does God know what we're doing at the Shoney's? I'd hate to have to kill him. We'd probably need special bullets and a SEAL team. I'll be frank, Mr. Wexler. I hope you're just using a turn of phrase because I don't know that the United States possesses the technology to attack and kill God. And that scares the shit out of me. Every night, nightmares about not being able to kill somebody. Buddha! We could probably manage. Any of the Hindu deities, we could bomb every single time they die and come back, as many times as necessary. Frankly, a reincarnating combatant could be good for justifying our budget. And I'm not worried about the Native American gods. They all seem pretty susceptible to drone strikes. Right. Uh, what about the Norse gods? Nukes and H-bombs until Ragnarok, Mr. Wexler. Sun Tzu said preparation is the best weapon one can hide behind one's back. But, you know, in Chinese. I'll tell you what, this is the only art I can really go for. The, uh, the, the art of war. A masterpiece of war is more like... Uh, I mean, look, uh, we, don't, we don't want any trouble here, General. Uh, we were mostly thinking it seemed fairly arbitrary and... I don't know, maybe overly bureaucratic. Uh, frankly, a little difficult on the ears. Um, but if it's part of this, uh, this, this RDM system. RDMT. Right, RDMT system. Uh, can I ask what that stands for? No. I mean, you can technically ask. You can make your mouth flap and push air out of your vocal cords in a way that registers as language, and it would not be illegal to do so. But if you mean, may you ask, no, I will not grant you permission. You could just say you're not going to answer. I could do a lot of things, Mr. Wexler. Run naked through a cornfield, marry a dog, dip my testicles in frosting. But that doesn't mean I'm going to do them, no matter how free or fun they may seem. Look, if I say we'll air it from now on, Ed, will you just get off our back? Yes, but we will be watching, Mr. Wexler. Vigilant. Ever okay, great. Vi Thanks. We'll air it. If you're not a war-horny member of the armed forces, the uh, the lines are open. Uh, honestly, if you are, eh, that's fine, too. Just um, less of that guy. Uh, we're going to go to another call uh, right now. Let's go over here to line three. Go ahead, line three. Hello, Horace. Hello. Uh, Hello, who am I speaking with? It is, it is your old friend, Royston Bogdowder. I hadn't well, really considered us friends. Uh, I, I guess it's so. It's your dear old friend. Of course we're old friends in the sense that I'm aged. So old friend, I think, I think absolutely was. What would you say? <laughs> uh, what are you calling in tonight about? I'm calling to see if uh, I could get your help with something, something of a bit, okay. a bit of a passion of mine. I, is, is, that a, is that okay, Horace, if I could spread, spread the word? I, I think that's uh, fine. I, I know that 8th Street Dust Kings have been uh, leaning on some of the the sheriff's uh, trailblazers. Yes, yes, the uh, trailblazers. To, to help with Such stuff. a fine group of young people, you know, the trailblazers are. It's been such a pleasure to, to know them, and they've made such a difference in my life, I can tell you that. When with all of the right. helpful, the, the helpful nature of every single one of those trailblazers. I mean, there's a few 
who, you know, I, I don't talk too much, I suppose, is a nice way to. But, you know, I'm on the whole, they're great. Uh, but, but they can't help you with, uh, with this issue. No, well, they did help me realize it was an issue. Point is, I've got a petition that's currently being circulated around town. And I, in fact, I do believe I delivered a copy to the station. To circulate around there, it should be it should be near you. Okay, I'm circulating a petition to introduce some legislation that will bring about real change in our community. You know, and again, this is a real change that the Trailblazers made me realize is necessary. Love it. I, I love some civics. Uh... Uh, we haven't seen any action like this since uh, the mayoral mayhem. Uh, so t- tell us what this petition's about, Royston. As you know, being that we are old friends, I've been having just the devil of the time with my computer mm-hmm. and my phone. And sometimes it's the computer that I- I- I'm told by my young friends is also a phone. There's a computer on my phone, from what I understand. Right. But here's the frustrating, here's the thing I find frustrating, okay. so frustrating. It's the beach ball, this the spinning the beach ball. That it's a pinwheel, you know. It's just mm-hmm. there, it spins at you, and they say, "Well, your computer's thinking really hard." Oh, you're you're talking about the uh, the icon on the Mac that yes, uh, that spins. That is your computer is thinking. The Trailblazers would tell me. That's why it's just thinking. Give it a second to to think. You know, thinking, that's a, that's a horrifying proposition. Like, he's really thinking? What does my phone think of me was in my pocket all day long? That's a thread that will tug you right out of your chair, I, I should think. But secondly, I've also got no idea if anything is actually happening while that pinwheel is just sitting there spinning at me. So here's my plan, Horace. Okay, uh, uh, lay it on us. Are you, are you ready? Yeah. I, okay. So here's my plan. I want to bring back, via legislation, the sound of the modem. You know the sound. The modem sound. <laughs> you know, do the sound, right. You know right. the sound. The, it would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Or possibly even like a, you know. Yeah. The sound, you know the sound. Everybody has a modem impression. That's the thing. Everybody knows the sound, and they have the, the modem impression. Everybody does it at parties down in the country club. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's the Austin Powers of technology sounds. You know, everybody's got one. You know, my wife. You know, right. So the sound of the modem is how you knew it was working. It's how you knew that your computer, the machine, not the thinking intelligence, the machine mm-hmm. was working on something. It was oh. trying to connect you. Yeah, because you could actually was, hear that connection. You could hear it. It was screaming at you, Horace. It screamed. Yeah, look upon the internet. It would scream, Horace. Look upon this slowly loading image of Baywatch babes, you know? And now, if I were to... Well, I, I suppose if my phone is actually thinking, I, I now I would have to ask. Does that mean I have to ask my phone to show me Baywatch babes? I, that's that probably the, the easiest way to uh, to see pictures of uh, Pamela Anderson or, or Yasmin Bleeth. Or Carmen Electra, for God's sake. Right. N- Nicole Eggers. I, you know, you know, you mm-hmm. know the Baywatch babes. So, listen, here's what I would rather. I would rather listen to my computer scream at me than have to to ask my phone for pictures 
of Eric Alineac, you know. So I've got that position. Uh, it should have circled around to you in your office by now. Uh, I've also attached a copy of the proposed legislation. Here's why how much I want this to happen, you know. I would say, I'll go ahead and write the legislation. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is get the signatures and Bob's your uncle. It's a law. How, how many uh, signatures do you have to get on this petition, Royston? I have to get 724. I it seems an arbitrary number. Mm-hmm. I know, but that that's what I'm told. It's 724. I, perhaps if this is a success, I could circulate another petition to maybe round that number off. Just even now, is this to actually make it a law or is this just to get it on the on the ballot this would actually the legislation there you see if i get enough signatures then the legislation just goes straight across may's desk and he just has to rub snap it and boom it's a law no oh. that's how that yes that's as far as i understand it that's how it works but you see the law would actually be any time that your your computer or your phone or your your, your blackberries or your 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 what's that your Kindle yeah. I suppose anytime your device connects to the internet it will play the modem sound until it is firmly established that connection to the internet and that's how you know that's how you know God, how I, wonderful would that be I, I'm I'm sort of lukewarm on this uh, I'll be honest um I'm I'm sort of flipping through it very it's quickly better here than now. cold um, I say well that's that's the legislation I just told you that's right it's it's uh, it, it seems much longer than that and uh some well, of that has to do with speak, the legalese you know? yeah yeah of course yes, lawyers speak um I ironclad you see. I, I am uh wondering about some of this language that has to do with uh, tennis balls and um I I I just read it real quick i know you're familiar with it but maybe some of the people who haven't seen this petition yet uh well i don't think necessarily Um, that's part of this show this evening our conversation with old friends is all this is at one point on uh on page eight uh this is just me flipping through very quickly by the way Um, you got all the way to page eight did you yeah uh to cut a slit in a tennis ball or to be in possession of a cut tennis ball shall henceforth be a felony punishable by a $7,500 fine, or the offender shall have the option to, quote, pack up and get the f*** out of my town. Right. So that is on page eight, you're saying? Yes, uh, on on page eight. Well, you see, again, the lawyers, there's all kinds. It's pork is what they call it. Mm Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of writers and addendums and everything in the negotiation process to get legislation. I don't know. Just frankly, page eight is page eight. It's whatever. But, you know, the signature, the spot for you to sign is on page one. So, you know, page eight, I feel like is irrelevant because you've already signed. Right. Uh, well, you get to page eight. Royston, I can't help but, but feel like this potentially targets your rivals, the T-Ball Walkers. Oh, I suppose. Okay. Okay. I listen. I can see what you're trying to get at. You're trying to insinuate that maybe I'm trying to criminalize the very act of being a member of the T-Ball Walkers with the way that they have to cut the tennis ball so that they'll fit on the prongs of the ridiculous walkers. I, I see you're trying to insinuate Something along those lines, along the lines that I would like Scrit Chowderhorn and his ilk to to be run out on a rail, or rather on the end of my 
my boot up their ass, I suppose. That's what you're trying to insinuate something. I'm just trying to get the sound of the modem back in in all of our lives. And you're acting as though I very briefly considered, you know, the the penalty for the felony to be life in prison, which, to be fair, would for most of the T-Ball walkers would only be a couple more years. So, you you know, for a lot of them, they would potentially die sort of misleading in that point exactly you're acting as though i i considered that but then threw it out because i I thought it actually wasn't harsh enough if it's not targeting the t-ball walkers uh maybe you can explain to me how how this uh this particular piece helps uh bring back the modem noise to to computers and phones when they they try to connect uh and search pictures of baywatch babes well, you see, when you're typing or when you're moving to a computer or when you're using a, your tablet phone, mm-hmm. you need both hands. I would say that if you're leading a porter walker, uh, you know, with one or both hands, then then frankly, you, you've got no need for the, the modem sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this would, in fact, encourage people to be more avid users of, uh, you know, the Internet and the modem sound. Seems, because it seems a little be... weak to me, Royston. Seems Does a little it? weak. Does it seem weak? Yeah. Uh, it mm. seems like you've uh, uniquely drafted this legislation to target uh, some of your rivals in town. Uh, and that feels like a, a, a gross misuse of one of, uh, you know, uh, Civic's finest uh, public tools, the petition. Of the, the time-honored tradition of, of a petition, yes. Right. I, I understand what you're trying to get at. All I can say to you is that it is untrue. I can talk to my co-sponsors of the bill. There are a number of you know organizations and men's clubs. And women's clubs too, mind you, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you know that have all co-sponsored and co-signed this initiative. So I could talk to them, uh, but I can tell you, I can tell you that modem sound, that modem sound, and you knowing that your phone is connecting to the internet is that not worth running all of those bastards out of town at the same time? I I really can't answer that. Can I ask how many people you've had, uh, how many signatures you've gotten on this petition so far? 723. I'm waiting on you, Horace. Oh, wow. I, uh, my producer's waving at me. Nope. Uh, I, apparently, no pressure. you got to him at uh, out of the grocery store yesterday at the Publix. Yeah, I, I, a lot of, lot of people will decide whatever an old person puts in front of them, which is a dangerous thing, I might add. And that's that's another tip that I got from the Trailblazers. Uh, well, Royson, I, I, I think you already lots know. Lots of them that don't want to talk to me, you see. Lots of them. Uh, you said you well, didn't talk people. to some of them. Young oh, people, okay, right. Not the trailblazers. The trailblazers are a different sort altogether. Uh, I would imagine some of the trailblazers haven't even heard a modem noise before that, that wasn't performed by a citizen. Sure. The impression of the modem, they thought that they had not seen the the gif that that sound was from, I believe is what they said, or meme. They were mm. like, oh, that's that meme. And I said, no, it's historically more real than all that. So right. they, they were fascinated to learn about it. And every single one of the trailblazers signed this petition, and they were happy to do it oh. on page one without flipping to page eight. Hey, Royston, I, I think you know that I, I can't sign this. Um, dear well, old friends or not. <sighs> Well, very well. You know, there are more people in Fagash. There's at least one that I can that I can trick into signing. 
uh, on that first page. It's getting a little hard to fit all the, all those names on the one page. It's getting just to, so I have to find somebody with a short name. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's it's all I've got. You know, I, I had been sort of planning on being more involved with Mayor's Day Parade, but since the uh, the 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 theme of the parade has been shifted away from you know a public display of my enemy's dead body i've got less to do with it so this is i've got time to find somebody else to sign um are you uh can i ask if the uh the dust kings are going to do a float or are you canceling that for the mayor's day parade oh no we are still doing a float i would be kicking back and forth between two ideas to be honest the one is six feet down under Mm-hmm. In which we will bury Scritch Chowderhorn and anyone else who f***ing wants to, uh, six feet down under. Right. Uh, the other one, it'll look like a barbecue. Mostly it'll be a barbecue, a sort of symbolic barbecue, because, you know, Scritch Chowderhorn and the T-Ball Walkers are down under in hell. Okay. So we're, we're kicking we're kicking around those two ideas for a float right now. Yeah, yeah I'm That's excited. Right. We'll, be, uh. we'll be right there. Hopefully, with a dead body in tow. Well, uh, he killed. He killed my friend with shit. Yes. Uh, can Can I ask you real quick, Royston? I, I need to move on to to other calls. Uh, is there oh, any sure. uh, Is there any hope that uh, you and Scrit might uh, I don't, I don't, settle your differences uh, between your your two clubs? I should say that I would be willing to bury a hatchet deep between his shoulder blades. Right. I, I, what, what if we could uh, bring them to the table at some point and some sort of sit down? Would you be open to that? Well, if, sure. If the table is sort of more of a slab and it's cold and in a morgue and it's scrit upon it, then yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to sit at his table. I, I just think it's important to remember that he killed one of my best uh, friends by filling his veins with shit. Right. And that, uh, you know, that's a hard thing to come to a table about, I would say. That is not nothing. Um, and, and you know what they say about things that are not nothing? Uh, no. That's something. Well, uh, there we go. There you go. Royston, uh, thanks so much for calling in tonight. Uh, I, I'm so sorry I can't sign your petition, uh, but I do wish you the best of luck. Well, I appreciate it. I'm off to find another signature. Uh, thanks so much, Royston. Let's go over to uh, another. You know what? Let's go to an ad. Uh, let's go over here to an ad. Tonight on FBS, Billy the Bull is back. You call that erotic pottery? F*** that, mate. I'ma roll this clay out and make a it looks like a f***ing king cobra. Britain's bad boy of pottery is playing hard and playing harder. You put a flower in, boom, it's a nice face. Yeah, but it looks like a severed bleeding cock. Well, it's modern, isn't it? And this season, he's absolutely killing it. This isn't really what I wanted. I will not apologize for my art, you f***ing twat face cat. No, I'm sorry. I don't think I communicated what I wanted very well. Get bit, you absolute gobbler. I don't accept. Who doesn't want a 12-foot-tall ashtray? All new ceramics. I don't know what you want, Billy. I want to be loved, you enormous ass, Billy Goat. But you come at me like that again, and I'm going to grind you into bone ash and make a f***ing plate out of you, you bicycle-faced twat. Same old Billy. Ah, shut your mouth, you caterpillar man. The looted joints of the shoulder of this yard now are trash, isn't it? Bin yourself. Right, in you go with the day-old mints and pasties, you rubbish monster. The all-new season of Bull in a China Shop starts tonight on FBS at 8, 7 central. That's you. That's you, the monster of the rubbish.
We'll be back with uh, more of your calls and opinions in uh, just a few moments here, but uh, maybe grab your calendar and something to take notes because here come the Fakahatchee community announcements. All cars must go. Crazy Jay has finally got his issue sorted out after dealing with a therapist and realized after all these years he's actually terrified of cars. Name your price. He's practically giving these cars away so his subconscious can finally start to process the horrible crash that took his uncle. Financing is guaranteed. You want a car at Crazy Jay's? You'll get a car. Just please don't call him Crazy Jay anymore. Just call him Jay, or better yet, well-adjusted Jay. Dodgeball leagues are opening up at the rec center, and they're looking for master dodgers. Odds are, that's you. Most people go years without being hit by a ball, so you're already an expert. You'll just have to keep doing exactly that. Log on today to the FRS website to sign up. Alright, I got a missing animal flyer that I was handed in the Publix earlier today and asked to read. Uh, there's no picture. Uh, always make sure you get a good photo of your pets, just in case. Uh, missing our precious kitty. $500 reward for information. Answers to kitty. Kitty is brown, thick fur, playful, 8 feet tall, and 700 pounds. Careful of kitty's claws. If you see kitty, hold out a little bit of honey and kitty will come in. Okay, kitty's a bear. So if you see a bear out there, uh, call the station and uh, we'll put you in touch with uh, the person who's um, missing a bear. That's going to do us for the Fakahatchee community announcements. Uh, let's get back to your calls right now. Hey, Horace, it's Tyler Duncan. Hey, Tyler. I was just watching the Olympics. Right. And I was wondering, does anyone local from Fakahatchee, are they representing the USA? Well, look, uh, we did have a few hopefuls from here. Uh, I think it was four years ago when there was some speculation cheese rolling was going to be added to the Summer Olympics. But um, obviously that never happened. So uh, we don't really have anyone repping us currently. Why? Are you looking to, to go for the gold? I, myself, am training for ping pong, hoping to be there in four years. Well, all right, all right. Uh, I know some of those ping pong players are pretty good, so practice hard, and if you make it, I'm sure Richard Baysbond will unlock the storage room that's got the town's Vuvuzelas in it, so, so we'll be able to make a lot of noise for you. Okay, thanks now, Horace. Have a good one. Uh, go on, get practicing, but uh, uh, thanks for the call. All right, and uh, if you're out there tonight and you just want to call up, call in, uh, share some opinions, uh, we don't really care what they're about tonight. Just just call up, share a little. Pretend like you're in kindergarten, but use the phone and dial 305-209-9686, uh, just like this person right here did over on Line 4. Go ahead, Line 4. Hi, Horace. My name is Murray. I'm not a kindergartner. I like what you did there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of your show. This is the first time I've ever called in. Oh, well, uh, thank you for calling, Murray. Uh, always great to have a first time caller. Uh, what are you calling about tonight? Well, I've got a big issue, not not so much with with Fakahatchee itself, but with the with the grand scheme of things with Florida. I don't like that the state of Florida does not have a state eel. A, a state eel. They've got a bunch of state mammals. Yeah, uh, uh, like uh, like a state bird. bird. Like a state bird. I, I I don't know what the state bird is. They got they've got a state song. By the way, 
It's a minstrel song. Nobody's talking about that. Oof. It's a minstrel song. It's called Old People at Home. That's, uh, I think you just revealed an uncomfortable truth to everyone here in, in Fakahatchee yeah, this evening. Yeah, very uncomfortable. It's a minstrel song. They got three state reptiles. Eh, how many state reptiles do you need? We, it's Florida. We got alligator. We got loggerhead turtle. We've got gopher tortoise. It's Florida. Do we need more than the alligator? Double turtles. Uh, I did well. I, a tortoise, uh, but it's still like I, I be, you should be careful about that um, because turtles and tortoises uh, they tend to identify differently. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, you're you're right. Uh, they are they are very different creatures, but yeah, shaped largely the same. Yeah, sure. They got shells. Yeah, but they, they're still. Two state fishes. There's a largemouth bass, uh, Atlantic sailfish. What are we doing? Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Kind of like makes it feel less important or less special. Yeah, I know. What's the, what's the point if there's two of them? There, there can't be two different state fishes. Horace, there's four different mammals. There's the panther. God, these panther guys. Like, they don't get enough attention, the panther guys. Yeah. Uh, then there's the manatee, the dolphin, the dolphin guys. Mm-hmm. I think the dolphin guys also get a lot of attention. That's pretty basic. Hey, there are, are dolphins other places, but it, it feels like a, a big get for Florida. Everyone loves dolphins. Oh, absolutely. Everybody loves dolphins. They're very sexy, uh, just like the panthers. Very very sexy for people who who advocate for these different animals. Mm-hmm. The fourth state mammal of Florida is the Florida cracker horse. The Florida cracker horse. I don't even really know what that is, Horace, but I'll I'll bet that horse knows the state song, that minstrel song. <laughs> uh, it could be. It. it definitely seems like he might. We got all these reptiles, all these fish, mammals. Yeah. A song. There's no state eel. Eel. Wouldn't that be like a, a eel? State there's fish? no state eel. I mean, there's fish, but if we got two fish, I mean, we got four mammals. Why can't uh, one? Why can't we have three state fish and have one of them be an eel? I I I don't know. I mean, it it certainly seems like there's no upper upper limit to how many of something you can have. I mean, we've got two shelled, uh, two shelled turtle tortoises on there. Yeah. There's four mammals. Yeah. Four mammals and a manatee and a dolphin. Like those need any more attention and a cracker horse, which is singing a minstrel song. Really, really feel like cracker horse snuck in there. Yeah. yeah, Who got that in there? Probably the same guy who wrote that dirty minstrel song. Yeah. Well, uh, you you take your eyes off the government for thirty seconds, and uh, you end up with a cracker horse. There's no state eel, right? Uh, well, well, how would you uh, go about changing that, or or is there an eel that you would pick uh, to become our state eel? Oh, oh, Horace, there, there's so many eels to choose from. Mm-hmm. You got your mud eels. Oh. Those are some good-looking eels. You got those mud eels. Right. Oh, you could have a mud eel as the state eel. Oh. Is that the one that you'd want to to be our state eel? The mud eel? Hey, uh, look, I'm an open-minded guy, Horace. And just having a state eel would be amazing. Even if it was a snake eel. Oh, snake eels. Oh, 
Those are, that snake eels, a good eel, or Horace, it's a snake eel. What makes uh, a snake oh. eel special? Oh, yeah, they kind of look like a snake. Got it. They're extra long. They're, they're squiggling around. You you might not necessarily know that it was an eel and not a snake. Oh, so it, it almost looks more like a snake than an eel. Yeah, sometimes, I mean. Is it just between those two? Uh, would you pick? Uh, I mean, oh, would you no. put it up for? Oh. There's so many kinds of eels. The important part isn't what kind of eel is chosen. Uh, we we could open that up, you know, to an online poll. Mm-hmm. Maybe the next state election to have primaries narrow it down to a few kinds of eels, and then we pick which one is going to be the Florida eel. But it is about representation. Uh, and you feel eels are underrepresented. I care about this. I care about this. You, you know, I'm I'm an eel guy. I'm an eel guy. Wait, what 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 does I mean, that mean? I, oh, I should clarify. I'm I'm like an an actual eel guy. Are you familiar with the furries, the furry community? Um, I know of them. I would hesitate to say that I'm familiar with them. Okay. Well, sure. These, these are, are consenting adults mm-hmm. who enjoy uh, dressing up and uh, even interacting as uh, different anthropomorphized animals and having fun and going to conventions together, and it's definitely not a sex thing. Right. Okay. Well, I I'm part of a smaller sub community uh, within the furries. Uh, we call ourselves the Squigglies, and we specifically like dressing up and interacting uh, together as different kinds of eels, and it is also not a sex thing right right i i don't think it's it's a sex thing um uh, i mean like you are reiterating it kind of a lot yeah because it's important for everyone to know that it's not a sex thing uh the squigglies got it for example i like you know the furries they will dress up in a uh in a costume uh like a uh oh God, like the aforementioned panther, mm-hmm. the Florida panther. Yeah, I could see that so being uh, a great, uh, I think they call them a uh, fursona panther. Great fursona. Uh, yeah, a fursona. A fursona, these panthers in Florida. Oh, very creative. The dolphin. Oh, the dolphin hasn't been given enough attention for how sexy it is. Though this is not a sex thing. Wait, can I can I ask real quick, like um, if there are uh, quote unquote furries, but they're they're dressing as dolphins? Well, dolphins aren't aren't furry. Do, would they fall in with the squigglies, or is that uh... a dolphin is not that squiggly? I think a uh, I think a dolphin is more of a smoothie or a blowholey. Um, I mean. Honestly, those those guys are kind of freaky. Um, so I I don't know what they like to call themselves right. uh, over over in the dolphin community. How how many squigglies are there compared to uh, to blow holies? Well, it, it's it's hard to say because I think Florida itself is is more of a, a mecca of blow holies, more dolphins. Uh, more manatees. Um, I think the manatee people, they the manatee guy, they're like uh, sea potato ease. 
I, I don't know. I don't, those guys are a little freaky for me. Right. For those folks, uh, it's more of a sex thing. Um, but f- for us, for us, the squigglies, it's not a sex thing, Horace. What's, uh, well, you meet up with your, your squigglies. Uh, what's on the agenda? What, what are you guys setting out to do? Okay. Well, uh, first of all, uh, don't be so close-minded, Horace. There's lady squigglies too. I, I'm sorry if I implied that there weren't. It's not. It's not just fellas. You're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Like. Okay. For me personally, I'm. I'm going to to SquidCon. Mm-hmm. And I put on my. Uh, I got a little wetsuit. It's a special wetsuit that doesn't have arms or legs on it. It's kind of like a. It's shaped like a very thin sleeping bag, and I zip it up. So only my my head is pointed out of the sleeping bag and everything else. I'm just, you know, squiggly with the capital S. I'm just squiggling around. Right. I've got to be. Sure, sure. It all, that stay, all checks out. Yeah. Well, it has got to stay in relatively shallow water. Because like I said, I don't have use of my arms or legs. So mm-hmm. I'm. You know, there's a risk of drowning if the water is too deep. Right. So I kind of I squiggle around. And uh, if I'm lucky, there's all the squigglies there. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you're not going to, to, to SquigCon? I, I think you said it was called. Uh, what are, you're just getting together with your mates. Um, what, what's that look like? Well, to me, it's, a, it's, a, it's important. That, thank you. Thank you, Horace, for saying that because you can... There's only a, a certain uh, uh, time of year that's squid mating season, and so there's only parts of the year where you you, you move where you move your, your eel beds together. You know, and most of the year it's it's more about squiggling because, like I said, it's not a sex thing. Well, I, I think maybe so, uh, we got a little confused here. I was I was sort of using the of mates for like friends, um, maybe a little casually. Oh, my mates. My uh, yeah, my my old buddies. Yeah, we uh, uh we hang, we we meet together. We can't uh, obviously uh, like uh, a big part of it is gonna be just hanging out uh, at bars and stuff, talking about different kinds of different kinds of good looking eels, and uh, we can't. Uh, I mean, we can't sit at the bar mm-hmm. in a in our special wetsuits. Honestly, Horace, one of the things that we've been talking about recently is uh, this thing that's come up about Florida's got one of the biggest uh, conventions for squigglies, and yet the state of Florida has no stadium. Yeah, well, it, which is which is kind of an insult because if if we're looking at it, even even just uh, economy wise. You know, Eelcon, you could do a lot worse. Right. As as far as having people come into town, well, there's got to be on the water. Does uh does Fakahatchee have a have a a city eel uh, or an official eel? I guess uh, I should say of of the town. No, they don't got a city eel either. I'm work I'm working on that too because there's oh Horace. There's so many kinds of eels that you could use. You got the uh, you got the long necks. Oh, the long necks. You got a long neck eel. Oh, there's a oh the bobtail snipe eel is another good kind of eel that uh you know you might like. There's good things about all these eels. It's uh it's it's not a sex thing, but oh some of these eels are sexy. 
Yeah, it's like when, I, uh, I assume it's like when you see a like a, a really awesome sports car or something like that. You're like, wow, that's the lines on that. that they yeah, can really move. absolutely, Horace. You look at it and you're like, oh, oh, that's a sexy car. It's not a sex thing between me and this car, but but like a, another, um, you know, you might you might want to look at a oh at a one at a one jog gulper. Oh, that's an eel. <laughs> That's, that's uh, an eel right there, Horace. That's a, a crazy name for an eel. Oh, it's a crazy name for a crazy eel. Oh, you should see this eel. Oh, it one jaw, so it's a uh, so it's wide open and it's a gulper. Um, but again, this is not a sex thing. Uh, but it's so slithery. This so slithery. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it it seems like uh, you know it be the change you want to see in the world. I, I think is uh, the core. yes, uh, Horace. Have you, do you know about a about a garden eel? Uh, a garden eel? No, no, I don't. A garden eel is one of the oh one of the many kinds of eels uh, that live in a, in in around the Florida Keys. Uh, if you, they look like. Uh, Oh, a colony of them looks like oh, looks like seagrass because they're just waving around. Uh, they because they burrow into the sand and uh, and they can be up. They can be several feet long, but you, know, you might only see uh, a few inches of them at a at a time sticking out of the sand. So I I always oh. Oh, uh, Horace is not a sex thing. I, I absolutely believe you, Murray. But, but sometimes but I will. Oh no, it's it's never. It, oh, it sounded like you were going to say, thing. but sometimes it is a sex thing. Oh, but sometimes I will have. Uh, I'll go down. Oh, I'll go down to the beach and I'll have a partner. Uh, once I'm zipped up into my special little wetsuit, uh, where my legs. And arms zipped up into it. I'll have them bearing me uh, up to my shoulders in mud, and I'll just up from my from my neck up. I'll just be kind of waggling my head around, uh, and I'm like, you would think I'm I might be some seaweed. I'll just have, I'll be waggling my head around, and you would no no nobody knows what I'm doing with my hands because they're inside the wetsuit, but it's. It's not a sex thing. All right. All right, Murray. Uh, well, uh, I, I think everybody that's listening uh, absolutely believes you. And, uh, you know, uh, thanks so much for calling. Uh, I, I think it would be kind of exciting if Fakahachi had, a, had a, an official eel. Um, oh, at the, uh, at the very least, we could have a Fakahachi eel. Um, and then maybe we can work our way up to having a Florida eel. Uh, as long as everybody knows it's not a sex thing. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you so much for calling, Murray. Uh, and uh, good luck with that. Uh, if oh, you want to, absolutely. <laughs> uh, if you want to call in, that number is 305 209 9686. Uh, I want to talk to you, uh, and we will talk right after this ad.
TikTok, TikTok. We all know the pain and agony of being stuck somewhere we don't want to be. Work, school, a spouse's softball game, even the opera. That's hours of your life that you are wasting. TikTok. Well, waste away no more. I'm Colonel Mutznuts, the inventor of Flash Splash, instant diarrhea drops. Just one drop of Flash Splash, and you'll have the perfect excuse to leave that funeral, kids' piano recital, or bridal shower, and fast. How fast? So fast we put Flash in our name. Our instant diarrhea drops are a proprietary formula of melted gelato, cheap Indian food, eye drops, chicken sashimi, and Taco Bell discards that are sure to get you out the door and running. Some people ask me, Cardo, couldn't I just say I have diarrhea instead of actually giving myself diarrhea? That's an excellent question. But if you're dealing with a real Kojak or Columbo, they'll go snooping for your pooping, and you don't want to end up under their magnifying glass without some shit tickets. You want the pants alibi you can trust. Are we FDA approved? No, we're a supplement. We don't have the big. Get the drops to give you plops. Flash splash, the perfect excuse. Flash Splash is not responsible for any accidents that may result from taking Flash Splash. Please consult your doctor if you develop sweating, sloughing of the dermis, because membrane infection or diarrhea is lasting longer than eight hours. For whatever reason, some of you can't make it to the phone tonight, but uh, still want to weigh in on the conversation and let your thoughts be heard. Well, uh, we got your back right here. You can send them in and I'll read them on air. Just like uh, Cherub Bristol, who tweeted at Night Drive FM to say, Horace, there's too many types of tomatoes. The Department of Agriculture says there's 25,000 types of tomatoes. The average person only lives 27,000 days. So there's not much time for me to procure and eat these tomatoes. I'm freaking out, man. I wasted way too much time as a baby. That's a, well, that's a tough spot to be in, Cherub. Uh, maybe you could outsource some of the procurement so uh, you could double up to, to make sure you get all those tomatoes eaten. Uh, it seems pretty important to you. Or, or uh, you know, maybe even triple up for a few days uh, if you got the right kind of help. Um, good luck. Run Twip Alabaster hit us up on Night Drive FM Insta with a picture of a, <laughs> hey, I recognize that gator. Uh, that man's wearing a Night Drive t-shirt and he's uh, throwing up the rock horns next to what looks like a uh, bride and groom. Uh, below uh, as a caption, he's written, wore my finery to my dad's wedding, stepmom was pissed, whatever, she's not my mom. Uh, and then he's put a wink, uh, a really off-putting wink that seems uh, a little out of place. Uh, I love the enthusiasm, Runtwip. Let's make it. Uh, let's make it the new tuxedo shirt, but classy and for a new generation. All right, uh, Prong Nougat also tweeted at us at Night Drive FM to say, "Should I be worried about the debt ceiling?" Ah, uh, well, a good question. Uh, I gotta say, Prong, a, a ceiling implies there's a roof, and uh, as long as there's a roof over our heads, uh, I think we're in good shape. Um, Patty Twazzle emailed us at nightdrivefm at gmail.com to... Hmm, oh, okay, well, uh, I won't read the bulk of this, but uh, Patty's mad that Big News got to us and uh, was forcing us to cover the gator infestation, uh, which she says was fake. Uh, because she didn't see a a single gator during the time she locked herself in the house for two weeks with the curtains shut while wearing a paper bag over her head. Well, look, I, I don't know what to tell you, Patty. Uh, we lost some good folks, and uh, some are still laid up in the hospital dealing with lingering effects of the gator attack. 
and, and need I remind you, it, not all the Gators are gone. Uh, there's still some Gator variants out there. Uh, there's some Caymans and, and a few crocodiles. So uh, if you're going to an area that's that's still high in Gators or Gator variants, uh, it's probably still best to follow Animal Control's advice and to grab and wear a Halloween mask shaped like an alligator so the Gators think you're one of them. Uh, stay safe out there. All right, uh, good stuff. Thanks for reaching out, but uh, let's get back to your calls uh, right now. Hey, Horace, it's Timothy Lovepen here. and Timothy, what's on your mind tonight? You know, in the, you're doing this open phone line today, and I thought, I, I just really like alligators. There's no real other way to say it. Uh, there's no need for me to say it any other way. I like the way they look. Ooh, you're treading a real thin line here, Timothy. I've never felt one. Okay. Um, but I'd like to maybe, maybe I could have a way. You know, Duck Winters. Maybe you could just give him a little call for me and just say, "Hey, Timmy's always down at your farm. He'll probably know who I am. Uh, he really likes alligators, but he's never touched one." So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that seems pretty innocent. Could be arranged that, but they're so majestic, and I just thought I would just let everybody know I'm a big alligator guy. I love them so much better than crocodiles. So much better, but there's no time to get into that. Uh, thanks, Horace. Bye now. You're right, Timothy. The way alligators are superior are many and it could probably take up an entire show by itself. Uh, thanks for the call. All right, let's take another call right now. That number is 305-209-9686. But uh, you're going to be on hold because right now we are talking to line one. Go ahead, line one. Horace, it's me. Uh, who, who is me? Come on, it's Scrit. You know what this is. You've been waiting for this call. I'm sure of it. Well, look, it, it, sometimes it does pop up on my screen uh, who is calling. But uh, for the listeners at home, I, I do like to have uh, the callers introduce themselves. I will introduce myself. It's me, Scrit Chatterhorn, but you know why I'm calling and you've been waiting for this call. So let's not waste any time. Let's get into it because Royston Dog Boner deserves nothing except for his ears to be cut off by my teeth. Wow, that's uh, pretty heavy. Look, I, I, I wasn't entirely sure if you and um, the T-Ball Walkers were aware of uh, this petition that Royston was circulating, uh, but it seems I got ears are. on the ground, Horace. I got ears in the ground and eyes in the air, and so I know what's going on. Right. right. Well, uh, what are you going to do about this? Uh, it seems like uh, Royston is uh one signature away from having the necessary 724 signatures yeah he sure is so uh he can get all of his signatures and i encourage him to do so because what i've got is the uh long arm of the law and it is erect and i'm gonna shove it in his asshole Uh, okay that uh, that seems like a lot of uh what i'm hoping is metaphor um what what are you actually planning let me let me just confirm. It's a bunch of bullshit tennis ball laws. Is that right? I mean, it. Look, I I haven't read the whole petition, but uh, there was some stuff uh, on uh, page eight that did seem like it uh, pertained directly to the T ball walkers about um uh, being in possession of a tennis ball or a slit tennis ball. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. He thinks it's he thinks it's so easy. He thinks it's so simple because he was. Born on fourth base, thinking that he was all of the bases. So here's the deal, Royston, if you're listening. 
Uh, go for it. Go ahead. Because I've got I've got an army of lawyers. I've got so many lawyers. If you cut off all of the pinkies of my lawyers and lined them up, it would be a third of the Great Wall of China, which which does. If you do the math, that's a shitload of pinkies and a weird way to take Already, measurement. Yeah, but fairly accurate. They're ready to come at you with tennis player discrimination. So Division two and three schools who don't have the funding for other sports, they're coming They're coming for you. There is also, in your stupid little petition, an overuse of the word slit, sexual harassment. You got that coming for you, Royston. You think you're so smart. You're actually the stupidest of all of the dumbs. And then I just think you're a, a piece of shit. So I got that going for me because I will stop at nothing to make sure. Well, that's that not you're really a legal dead. argument, Scrit, <laughs> like, uh, to be honest. But what's great is that if the legal arguments fail, which they won't because they're so good, there's the human argument that Royston is, in fact, not a man, but a piece of shit. And so I'm coming for him. And it's pretty easy for everybody to picture me with, you know, a walker to one side to bear most of my weight, but then the rest of my weight coming down on my right foot, which is on Royston's dead, lifeless, not going up and down with oxygen chest. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's going to happen. Right. I, I got to be honest, Grit. I, I'm sort of looking at this from uh, from the outside. Uh, I think you can agree with that, right? I'm sort yeah, of an outside whatever. perspective. I, I, I'm not taking sides uh, in this disagreement. I kind of feel like you guys are, are just kind of caught in a circle going around mm-hmm. and around. Is there any hope of bringing um, maybe the Dust Kings and the T-Ball Walkers together in, in some sort of setting to bury the hatchet, make peace? Mm. Well, I like how you I like how you phrase that horse and I like what you do. You do good work and you're good at what you do and it's good work. Um, I think of how yin and yang, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to see one of them swallow up the other. You know, well, because that's just there. a circle. And, and then it's just a circle and find me something more boring than a goddamn circle. So uh, to answer your question, no, I want to wear a necklace made of Royston's teeth. And I think I mentioned wearing his ears earlier, at least getting them off of his goddamn stupid skull. Mm-hmm. I'll bury the hatchet right between his fucking eyes. But um, we're not. No, no, sir. No to the other thing that you said that was stupid. No, I want him dead. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, I, I, I do you don't have to say it on the air. I don't want to put any pressure on you, but you also want him dead. Because, like, think about it. Think about it. Well, who he is. I, I, I don't know that I agree with that. Um, Horace. But it, it, Horace. it very much seems it. like uh, like you, the two of you, you are, are caught in a cycle of violence. Uh, but yeah, it, I do have advertisers. But at the same time, it's like I, I think those advertisers uh, maybe give me enough leeway to uh, to say if I wanted somebody dead. Yeah, but we're talking about Royston. So, like, Horace. Come on. It's fine. Don't say it. Don't say it. Like, keep keep your head money. Keep walk the middle of the road. But I, I know, Horace. I, I just I, I just think you guys are on a, a really bad circle. Uh, and I, I just like to avoid, I don't know, potentially any more bloodshed. Um, but uh, I, I just hate to see uh, more people get hurt. Yeah, sure. Look. If Royston would kill himself, then hallelujah, right? Uh, well, it, it, let's get on a, a, a different subject real quick. Um, I, I I asked Royston the same thing. I'm I'm very excited for uh, for obviously the Mayor's Day Parade coming up. The theme has just been announced. Uh, and while I got you here, uh, are we going to see the uh, the T Ball Walkers put together uh, another great float this year? Oh sure, yeah, we'll have a float. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll have uh, we'll have a truck, and it'll be. 
I, I think it's just going to be like a bunch of people throwing candy off the float. Uh, right. And I don't know if we'll... Uh, how are you? Uh, how are you guys going to tie that into uh, the theme of Down Under, or have you figured that out? Uh, I think what I want to do is I want to make it real clear through sort of like back channels that the T-ball walkers are sitting under the manholes, and we are underground waiting to set off bombs. I just want there to be a real sense of uneasiness. Right. The whole time. Right. Okay. So as as we throw candy and whatever, it's not going to matter because everybody's going to be like, oh, shit. So it's it's sort of a real sweet and sour approach. Uh, oh, I like that. Oh, Horace, I love that. Yeah. A, yeah, a, yeah, a little yeah. sweet tart uh, just to tie it to candy a, a little. Yeah, a little no, tart. no. I uh, uh, Sweet tart, that's good for the candy angle. But sweet and sour, I think we can get, uh, we might be able to get some like some underwriting from uh, that uh, that Chinese that Chinese spot. Right. Uh, what was that place called? I'm trying to remember the name. Some the fried, the flying fried, the fried fly, the flying fried, the fork, the fork flyers. The flying fried, fried fork the flyers. That's right. The frying flied. Is that it? I, yeah, the yeah, flying so fried I got fork flyers. I think, yeah, the frying flied pork fries. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I love that place. Yeah, it's uh, the, the four F's. Uh, yeah, is, is, that's is what, what we call yeah. it. Yeah, we called the 4S. Ah, it's a good spot. Scrit, hey, thanks for calling in. Um, it, I, I hate to see you guys go down this path, but um, I, it, whatever I can do to, to potentially stop it, uh, I, I think I'm going to try to do it, uh, just to sort of keep peace in this town. We've got too much going on uh, to have uh, admire, two great clubs uh, going at it. You know what? It's, it's honorable what you do. Uh, you're a young man, so you don't understand all the things. And it's good that you're trying to do what you do, but, uh, you know, there's a war and there will be a winner and a loser. And then there will be Royston's ugly fucking face on a spike for everyone to see. And, uh, and I'm excited for that time because then you can get back to really focusing on the stuff that you want to focus on and not how I'm going to kill this old man. So I appreciate what you do, Horace. Right. Uh, well, thanks so much for calling in, Scrit. Uh, I hope you'll call back in the future. I will. I will, because I'll be alive and he'll be dead. All right. Have a great night. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go over here to uh, to line four and take another call. Hello? Hi. You're live on Night Drive. Oh. Who am I speaking with? L- listen, I-, I don't have much time. He's... Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, let's get right to it. What's on your mind tonight? He's going to kill us. What? He's going to kill us. Wait. Uh, okay. Who's he- us? The Trailblazers. Wait, somebody's he killing the... us. Um, my name is Reggie Mootscoot. He's kidnapped. Hold on, uh, uh, this is a prank, right? <laughs> Come on, guys. He told us to uh, get in this old van, and then, then he trapped us in here and, and gas. Very us. funny. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's not a prank. Well, then, then you should probably hang up and call the police, dude. Nine one one just forwards to our phones, and we didn't have anyone else's number. So you called Night Drive, <laughs> right? He's got right. your show okay. playing on the yeah. van radio. We heard the number, so we called. Otherwise, we're just dialing random shit. Okay, uh, fine. We'll just get out of the van, dude. If we could get out of the van, we wouldn't be calling your show for help. He's locked and duct taped the whole thing shut, except for a small gap in the driver's side window. Do you, do you think we should try to get Sheriff Nichols on the... Okay. All right. My producer is nodding. We're going to try to reach out to Sheriff Nichols, which means if this is a prank by some no-good teens... Some of the others are passed out. 
I don't think Henry is breathing. You said he tricked you. Uh, who tricked you? The man. The, the hot sauce man. We didn't know it was him. Hot sauce man? Yeah, he tricked us in here and then slammed the door shut and gassed us in. And then we seemed to drive for a long time. The other trailblazers are still passed out. I, I'm freaking out, man. He's going to kill us. I, I heard him humming out there, humming to himself. What's he humming? That, that dumb 80s song, uh, Hot, 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 by uh, Buster Poindexter. He keeps singing, How are you feeling? And then in a high-pitched voice, he yells, Hot, Hot, Hot. What a monster. He's insane. Also, he might be touching himself. Oh, God. Uh, but, but that's just a guess. I mean, if I was a creep who was about to kill a bunch of teens in a van, I'd probably do the same. Maybe, uh, maybe try not to, to think about it. I don't really have a yard proof he's outside this van doing it, but, uh, I'd have it out, uh, probably hanging out of my flight, thinking about all those teens about to be murdered. I, just try not to think about it. Try to, try to take in your surroundings. He'd be totally waiting for blood to shoot, though. Uh, probably edging the whole time, uh, taking myself to the limit. Just, just stay calm. Uh, is there anything you can grab, um... Uh, something you might be able to use as a weapon. Dude, my surroundings are in inside of a van. Shit, 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 shit. Okay, okay, uh, uh, stay calm. He's back. Probably to put something up his ass. Uh, he's just shoved a big garden hose through the gap. Oh, that's that's disgusting. Sorry, the, the gap in the window is not into his gap. Uh, maybe he's got a hose stuffed into his gap. I don't know. But I would want something more full if I was about to massacre some teens to, to, to like, to, to really feel full. What? Why is he... Oh, God! Okay, st- st- stick with me. Stick with me. Uh, what is he, what is he doing? something pouring out of the hose. It's filling the man. It's red. It's, it's a red liquid. What is it? Is it blood? Uh, describe it. Um... I think it's hot sauce. He's going to drown us in hot sauce inside this van. Help us. Help us, Horace. We, uh... We're going to drown It, it looks like we can't get a hold of Sheriff it's Nichols. It's already up to my ankles. I think he's pumping it in. It smells smoky. I think it might be Chipotle based. Okay, okay, just, uh, just hold on. Um, my producer's shaking his head. We can't get, um... It would probably be pretty delicious on a taco. We can't, we can't get a hold of Sheriff, Sheriff Nichols. Henry, I, wake up. I'm sorry. I, wake up. Get up. Wake, wake up. You're touching my knees, Doris. I can't hold the other trailblazers up. They're sliding off the walls and back into the salsa. I'm so sorry. Oh, God. He's chucking his slices of jalapeno. My eyes are burning. What the hell, man? I, I'm so, so sorry. Horace, tell my mom I love her. I love her. Uh, oh my god. This tosses up to my table now. I'm standing up back here. I'm pretty sure the others are dead. I saw Henry convulse briefly with his saucer down his throat, but he, he did wake up. The rest of the seemed to sleep peacefully as they were doused in sauce. You mentioned your mom. Uh, do you want me to tell your dad anything? <laughs> Just sing cats in the cradle to him quietly when he's not expecting it. I could. 
I just I, There are days when it's incredibly hard to be a radio broadcaster, and and this is one of those days. Um, if this was a prank, well, uh, you sure fooled me. I, I, I hope you fooled me. All right, uh, I'm getting the wrap-up sign over here. I think that's uh, all the time we have for this evening. Um, wow, well, bit, bit of a tough place to call it a night. Uh, we'll try and get uh, some sort of confirmation that was a hoax. Um, if, it, if it's a hoax, uh, shame on you. Shame on you. Uh, and if it's not, um, well, uh, well, God help us. Tomorrow morning on Good Morning Sunbuns with Tiffany Bunzel, we'll meet a man who survived a mauling by a teacup poodle, who will tell us all about his tiny ordeal. We'll blast to the past with a retrospective of Harlem Shake videos to find out if everyone who made one has died by now, and then we'll sail a boat through the world's largest digital pina colada. Uh, that's all coming up tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. on Good Morning Sunbuns. Uh, seems like Tiffany's got a fun-packed show there uh, going on tomorrow morning. If you enjoyed the show, you can rate or review the show, which uh, helps people find the show, but not nearly as much as literally dialing a bunch of random numbers and then texting, Bro, do you even night drive? Whoever they are, they'll be glad to get that text, I'm sure. You can reach the show on Twitter at Night Drive FM, on Instagram at Night Drive FM Insta, or on Reddit at r slash Night Drive FM. As always, there's an open invitation to join the Discord. Just reach out for an invite. If you really love the show, why not become one of our patrons and support the show at patreon.com slash nightdrive. We use that money for hosting for the podcast, bandwidth for the fake website, sound gear, etc. Uh, if you don't want to, that's fine also. I'm not litigious. Want that Night Drive look? Nightdrivemerch.com will take you to the storefronts where you can get shirts, stickers, and the Season 1 Night Drive poster, which was done by a real, no-bullshit artist, so it looks like actual friggin' art. Night Drive is produced by Michael Truly and is hosted by a man who once mistakenly thought an Al Pacino was a pair of khakis worn in the Swiss mountains. Me, Horace Wexler. The callers were ably played with verve not seen since it came out of a pipe in 1992, which was a symphony, but bittersweet. Clint Gage, CJ Meeks, and Evan Gaustad. With a special thank you to Nick Mundy and Casey Redman. I'd also like to thank our lightning callers. And... A very special thank you to our musical guest, Blister Sack, for sharing their french fries. So it's 5 o'clock, and until Tiffany takes over at 5 o'clock, here's four and a half hours of government-mandated buzzing I'm required to air. I hope the Lieutenant General enjoys his nonsense noise. Y you'd really think the buzzing would be a hit with Royston also, but... Uh, oh, sorry, I get in the wrap-up sign. I'm Horace Wexler. Keep night driving. <laughs>